Welcome back to Industry Matters Podcast. With me today, I have president of OPGA, Todd Egan. Todd, tell us a little bit about what we're talking about today and who you're talking with. Well, thank you, Mandy. Today, it is my pleasure to have Tyler Hoax, who is a CPO and a clinical specialist in prosthetics for OSER Americas. And we're going to today be discussing some new technologies in the field of prosthetics and amputee patient care. And as many people know, OSHA has been a long time and great partner of OPGAs and certainly leads the world in research and development when it comes to prosthetic componentry. And they do have some new products that have come to market just recently. One of them being the Balance Foot S and the Balance Foot S Torsion. So Tyler, I'd like to start off by just asking you, what exactly is a balance foot S and S torsion and what patient population would benefit the most from these two new products? Great question, Todd, and thank you for having me. So the balance foot S and the balance foot S torsion are the two latest additions to OSER's balance family of feet. So this family of feet also includes our K2 sensation, as well as the flex foot balance, both with or without the hydraulic DP flexion unit, as well as the balance J and the flex foot assure. Now, the balance foot S and the balance foot S torsion are in fact K2 feet. However, the balance J and the flex foot assure that I just mentioned, we group these together because it is a global company and they are more part of the more balance solutions cohort and you know as you know other countries and healthcare systems are very different with regards to coding and billing structures so i just wanted to make that clear that these are k2 feet so the balance foot s and the balance foot s torsion are intended for the low active user who may struggle to maintain the ideal balance of safety comfort and mobility so both of these feet are waterproof and incorporate a lightweight fiberglass c-shaped design They both have very wide foot blades, as well as a split toe and a sandal toe option for the foot shell. A unique feature of these two feet is the heel foam, which is a thermoplastic polyurethane that is better suited for this low active user, as well as a vertical shock unit, which comes on our balanced foot S torsion. So it's the same foot, just with the torsion unit added for the balanced foot S torsion. And so due to the interplay between the structure and the materials of these two feet, we believe that users will find this foot to offer a good combination of comfort, safety, and dynamics. So you talked a little bit just now about some of the features of the Balance Foot S. Are there any other main features that you would like to highlight and how can those features benefit the end user? Yeah, of course. Great question. So I did mention that these feet are waterproof, so it allows for use in more circumstances. A wide foot blade, which will offer more stability in late stance phase. They are both fiberglass C-shaped designs, and it is a split toe, which will contribute to some multi-axiality, especially later in stance phase. And the really unique feature, like I mentioned before, is the high-performance expanded thermoplastic polyurethane. So that is a mouthful, so I'm going to refer to that as the TPU foam from from here on out, just for brevity. So what is the heel bumper on the balance that's made of? And how does this play into the structure and overall dynamics of the foot? So like I said, it is a TPU foam. So what that is, is they 
closed cell elastic particle foam. Some of the features of this, this foam is as elastic as rubber, but it's lighter with a lower density. It's very high strength and elasticity, as well as a high resistance to abrasion, which lends itself to a good long-term durability. So how this foam works and, and how it can benefit the patient is that during loading response, as the patient moves into mid-stance, the TPU foam provides a gradual progressive stiffening that will contribute to enhanced perception of stability in early stages of uh, stance phase. So it also lends itself to better rotational stability. We've seen this with the mechanical testing that we did. It does so by acting almost like a fat pad on an anatomical heel. Um, it provides a little bit wider of a base during initial loading, so it kind of helps with rotational stability in early stance phase. One thing to mention is that that same high-performance TPU foam also extends the entire length of the foot all the way to the end of the keel, providing further multi-axiality in mid to late stance and contributing to a smoother rollover. So we found that when mapping the center of pressure that we did in our mechanical testing, that this foot moves through stance phase very smoothly and appropriately. Those sound like great benefits. I'm, I'm sure the patients that have been using this foot are, are definitely experiencing those. So let's switch a little bit to the S-torsion. What are some of the benefits that a patient using the balanced foot S-torsion may experience versus using the standard balance S? So the torsion unit on the balanced foot S-torsion is similar to the other torsion units that some of the practitioners may be familiar with with our ProFlex family of feet. With two exceptions, the color is different, it's slightly a lighter gray, as well as the vertical stiffness is softer uh, to better match this low active user population's needs. So we found in previous studies that rotation is necessary, right? And so is shock absorption. Shock absorption and energy conservation are important aspects of efficient gait. Altered joint motion or absent muscle forces may increase joint reaction forces and lead subsequently to additional pathologies. So in early stance phase, actually nearly 60% of one's body weight is abruptly loaded, meaning in 20 milliseconds or less, onto the ipsilateral limb. So the human body normally has different systems to make a natural shock absorption and to lessen this abrupt force, you know, our eccentric muscle contractions and, and our, you know, to a lesser extent, our S-shape of our spine as well as the joints themselves. In the case of any level amputee ambulator, the loss of this natural shock absorption has a negative effect not only on the residual limb, but also on the joints proximal to it. So by protecting the remaining anatomical structures, we can more naturally replicate normal gait as well. So in the typical gait cycle, there is a lot of rotation within mid to late stance so that we want to make sure that those forces aren't translated up into the socket or into the proximal joints above where the patient is amputated. Additionally, it's known that all joints contribute to the absorbing the rotational forces. So with the torsion aspect, we've seen in previous studies that we're able to lessen the degree of shear forces inside the socket as well. So you touched briefly there in, in studies. Has there been any mechanical testing or clinical trials conducted that can support the claims being made of the balanced foot S and S torsion? Absolutely. And so what we did for mechanical testing, I'll, I'll briefly speak on this before we go into the clinical trials. 
The mechanical testing included a XSENSE capture, motion capture system, as well as laser posture. We also looked at the two-minute walk test, the timed up and go, and then three different questionnaires, the plus M, the class, and the in-house questionnaire. So what we found with the mechanical testing was that we plotted it with what we call a Padati chart or a Padati diagram. So it's kind of like a butterfly diagram. And what we found was that we compared this to not only our K2 sensation, but we also compared it to two other feet. One was a K2 foot. One other one was a lower K3, K2, higher K2 foot. And they're both energy restoring and return feet. So what we first noticed in our Padati diagram or our butterfly diagram was that we saw a very smooth ramp up of load at initial contact. Unlike some other feet that you may see where there's a very abrupt load at the heel, we saw the opposite with the balance foot S. We saw a very smooth ramp up with a progressive stiffening as that patient loads the heel. Another way of looking at how foot functions is to map the center of pressure. So we, we map the center of pressure versus the sound side with the balance foot S, and we noticed that it moves quickly to about the third of the foot, and then kind of makes its way back over towards the big toe in later stance, which is kind of what we want to see is what you would see on the sound side. So it better matches the sound side foot due to not only the foot itself and the asymmetrical foot plate and length keel, but also because of the foot shell and, and the dynamics of, of our foot shell as well. Now getting into some of the clinical trials, we've looked at two-minute walk tests, the timed up and go, and also the questionnaires. So through the XSENS motion capture system, we were able to measure the overall stride length as well as the step length of both the sound side and the prosthetic side. So we found that with the stride length, we were not only able to increase the stride length, but we were also able to see that we increased the symmetry of both the sound side and the ipsilateral side step length. So we were able to see a more symmetrical step length for both, for all the patients. In terms of the two-minute walk test, it was about average five meters further that they walked with the balance foot S compared to the K2 sensation. So it was pretty statistically significant there with regards to the two-minute walk test. And then finally, with the questionnaires, all the patients were asked these questionnaires based on the perception of stability, how easy it was going from sit to stand, as well as the ankle motion. So what we found was that they all preferred the balance foot S over the K2 sensation in all three categories, increased ankle motion, the ability to sit to stand, and the perception of stability. Fantastic. And Tyler, I'm assuming the results or summary or possibly an abstract of the testing and the trials is available to practitioners for you guys to share with them. Absolutely, yeah. We have all of this documented, and we're actually going to be get, conducting a webinar this Friday, myself. So if any practitioners would like to register through OSER's website, they will be able to do so. I know this is pre-recorded and probably will air after, but we are offering webinars throughout the year. So if there is a webinar or product that you would like to see, I would encourage you to go onto the website and register, and you will be asked to conduct a short quiz at the end, which we kind of go over with you, and then submit to ABC for your one and a half credits. Excellent. So shifting gears here a little bit to another important topic, obviously, and that's reimbursement. What are the suggested coding structures for these two feet? And can you speak 
for the standard balance foot S, the one without torsion, the codes are going to be your L5972 and your L5986. Now for the balance foot S with torsion, you would be coding L5972, L5984, and L5988. And I just want to point out that some practitioners have made it clear that they were under the impression that the L5988 code, the vertical shock code, is a L-code specific code. And that is untrue. So the L-code specific vertical shock unit, uh, vertical loading pylon, is the 5987. That one is, in fact, L-code specific. And so that is K3 or above. But the L5988 is not K-level specific. That is why it's included into the balance foot S torsion coding, as well as the L5984 is the uh, axial rotation unit, and that is a K2 or above L code. Well, it certainly sounds like, once again, OSER has brought some incredible new technology to the market that is going to help practitioners and, of course, most importantly, at the end of the day, the patients that they serve with these two new feet. So in summary, can you just highlight some main points that you would like our listeners to take away from our conversation today? Yeah, absolutely. The main point to take away is really that these balance foot S and the balance foot S torsion are great solutions for the low active population. So they are both waterproof and they provide the perception of a smooth rollover with more stability both during loading response as well as in late stance. And the addition of the torsion unit and possibly a unity, uh, I forgot to mention that the unity is available to be retrofitted to this foot as well. Both of those, the torsion unit and the unity, can allow for both a more natural gait as well as increased symmetry in gait, like we talked about, while also reducing pressure on the limb and reducing shear forces as well. So if any practitioners would like to demo this foot or have a patient in mind that they think that this foot may benefit them, I encourage you all to reach out to your area managers and request a demo, whether it be an actual educational course or if you just want to try out the foot on a patient. I encourage you to reach out to your AM and and try to set that up. Well, Tyler, again, I want to thank you for your time and and your overview of the two new great feet that OSER has brought to market. Uh, Obviously, OSER once again continues to bring great new technologies to the market to help patients live life without limitations. So thank you greatly, Tyler. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Todd. Thank you for having me.